0: to rough day and showbiz. I'm Justin Sorvillo. I've got a super, super interesting guest on today named Jeff. Let me tell you about him. Hello, Jeff. It's,
1: Doug, it's Doug Jeffrey. Don't don't worry about it. I. I oh, I'm you. sorry. I should probably get
0: my guest's name right. I have a very <laughs> I have a very interesting guest named Doug Jeffrey. There we go. There we go. Let and me Jeffrey tell you. Himself,
1: Jeffrey spelled J-E-F-F-E-R-Y. As it's in Jeffrey. like Jeffrey, everybody spells it wrong. It is Jeffrey. It is. You know, it's one of the, what is it?
0: The Mandela effect where like you, you read it or you you hear something and your mind fixes it. Fixes it. Yeah. Right. But That's not, doesn't Martin fix, fix it, like, it, it. It doesn't all fix all it, but it, yeah, it changes it. It changes it to what you think it is,
1: but it's not. Yeah. yeah.
0: Doug Jeffrey. <laughs> <go>.
1: Thank you. <laughs> Pleasure to be here too, by the way. Happy Saturday. And here's the question. We're in Los Angeles. You're in Los Angeles, right? Yes. Here's the question. Do you think it's gonna rain? I think I it might. It might. Yeah. I think it's a pretty a storm. It's kind of crazy. I can't believe it. No, we need we we need it too, but all at once. Stay safe out there anyway, if you're in Los Angeles.
0: Yeah, please stay safe, everyone. Just don't step in the literal ocean that's happening on the sidewalk. Yes. Be careful. Beware of that. Yes. So anyway, Doug Jeffrey was born in Woodbury, New Jersey. He spent the early part of his life honing the craft of being an entrepreneur. He was a self-made businessman at an early age, having a hot dog cart business as a teenager. In his 20s. Funny story with
1: that. Well, I got a great story. To
0: <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, that's like early yeah. rough days in showbiz. Early days. In his 20s, Doug toured the world as the official host for Chippendales, which is Woo. crazy to me, and I definitely want to hear about that.
1: I got a great, and, and now it's trending now. It's a fascinating story where the gentleman, Steve Banerjee, that started it yeah, ended up putting a hit on his partner. Yes. Went unsolved for years. Flash forward, there's another group that starts up. He hires a hitman to take yes. this guy down these guys turn themselves in because they had a conscience, and all of a sudden they tie it all back together and, and wow and th- th- that man he would he hired me wrote, wrote a check and knowing him i it's just bizarre that yeah crazy ah, that's crazy that you were right there like with the yeah.
0: talking wow man, crazy showbiz so after Chippendales, he then moved to Los Angeles to pursue his dreams of acting. Doug has had a very successful career as a working actor. He was a leading man in over a dozen feature films. He was also a celebrity host for the History Channel's Where Did It Come From? and a celebrity judge on Beauty and the Geek. Ha! Love that show. Watch the show. It was a great show. Oh, yeah, that was that takes me back. That takes me way back. Yeah. Recently, Doug can be seen in The Baby Pact, Secret and Lies, and was an executive producer on Clown and Out, and the award-winning talk show, The House on Fox. Doug and fitness guru, Tony Hill, will be doing a podcast, Fit Over 50, that discusses how to stay fit for people of all ages.
1: Yes. Doug, Jeffrey, welcome. Welcome. Woo! Thank you so much for having me. It's it's really an honor to be here. Everybody in this business, you're blessed to be in this business, in front, behind the camera. Absolutely. This business really molds our society, the world, because what face does, it, doesn't it? It really does. What you watch, what you see, it influences who you are.
0: Big time, it really does. It's a blessing. Yeah, it's true. We are absorbing. Let's absorb some of your <laughs> rough days in showbiz, because I know you've got a every even a them.
1: rough day is a
0: good day. So let, let's start with That's that. That's correct. That's correct. A rough day is a good day, and you look back. A rough day is a good life, day in this business. Yeah, you were telling me that you were on a bus.
1: Yeah, when I was when I when I, when, <laughs> I was, when I first started in Canada. Yeah, yeah, in Canada, we would we would travel all over in you know like a rock and roll tour bus, travel to different venues, you know, spend a couple of nights, then move on to the next one. And we're in the middle of nowhere. I mean, literally up in the mountains, someplace. You know it's it, everybody would sleep they'd have their little comfy little barrows in there and oh, yes uh, so the driver stopped to get gas get a cup of coffee i don't even really know i don't remember <laughs> and i'm like ah, gotta go to the bathroom and we all know a bus or a plane not the best place no so I'm like, well i'm like i'm just yeah. gonna sleep off we're just gonna go and before he gets back i'll jump <laughs> back on the bus And lo and behold, I go in, do my stuff, and come back out. The bus is gone. Oh, my God. You're stranded in Canada. I'm stranded in Canada. And keep in mind, before cell phones, Mm. I didn't have a wallet. Didn't have anything. I'm in, like, sweatpants and a (laughs) T-shirt. I'm like, and it was that thing. I'm looking around going, oh, my God. What what am I going to do? Payphone, I guess, uh, at that point. Who would I call? Payphone. No, I had no, I didn't have the itinerary. I didn't have anything with me. And I'm yeah. going, oh man. You know, I'm looking around in that, that days of confusion, which I, I, I can imagine what I looked like of like, you know, everybody's going, getting their coffee, running in and out. People are eating and I'm just sitting there and it was a film. You would just see this. You, it would just be spinning around me. So what, <laughs> what am I going to do? My brain's firing going, Oh man, what, what now? <laughs> so I'm standing there and there's a, a young lady and God bless you. If you remember the story, if you ever hear this, I want to say, thank you. Thank you. So I guess she, she's there with her daughter. She's taking her daughter to school and she looks up at me and she goes, are you all right? Um, well, um, uh, and I'm embarrassed. And well, uh, yeah, I was on a bus, and the bus left me, and then I started talking to her. And when we were traveling with these guys, I mean, it was you, you you were kind of like a rock star. Everybody knew. I mean, this is back in the 80s, and I guess she was aware that mm. you know we were in town, and I mean, I guess it made her day. She smiled, and I smiled back at her. I'm like, oh, thank God. She's like, oh, if you want. Oh, we'll jump in my car. We'll see if we can catch up to the bus. I'm like, okay.
0: Wow. Like, that was really, it's true what they say about Canadians. It's true. And I'm
1: going, maybe she's going to kidnap me. Maybe oh, okay. <laughs> that could also happen in Canada. No. But anyway, <laughs> the, prior to that, I'm like, yeah, let me call 911 or the, the, the Mounties or whatever it is. And I call and, and the lady on the phone's like, what? Who are you? (laughs) Trying to explain that story is just when you when I think about it now, it it sounds ridiculous. I mean, it it really it's it's just it's crazy. I told him where we were and we were heading in this direction. And I'm like, wow, looking back on it now, it's just bizarre land. Yeah. So I, I call, I, I leave the, you know, I like tell them what the deal is and, you know, I'm driving with the, and the, the sweet lady. We're just talking about everything, talking to her little daughter or just, you know, normal conversation. So 45 minutes into it, I see the bus. I'm like, oh yeah, that's great. There it is. Eh, eh, beeping the horn, beeping the oh. horn, flag him down. She gets out and give her a big hug. I'm like, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And everyone's like, you know, looking at me like I'm a complete idiot <laughs> and joking you know it was just one of those moments and then you know we continue on two and a half hours later give or take all of a sudden we see in the you know the rear view mirror the lights come on they finally caught the bus and then those guys show up and yeah it's this guy he got off the bus and we left him <laughs> so, it was one of those things that. It, and to this day, I, I I still remember it because it was that feeling of just, shit. What am I gonna do?
0: Yeah. Crazy. That is uh, that is scary. I mean, <laughs> I mean, either how far does the bus get before they realize you're missing? You know, are they at in the next country? You
1: know. You know that's a good question. I to, I, I try and think of that. I don't think they realized that I wasn't there. Yeah. We pulled up behind him and we were beeping the horn. They never noticed because everybody's sleeping.
0: Yeah, they're sleeping. They're, they're hungover good. probably. It's the rock stars, right? So yeah, like they're six. O'clock. They're not sure where they are right now. They like, they're, they're not
1: keeping yeah, track of who's who there. I mean, you you'd finish where we are. We check out of the hotel. We grab all of our stuff. Jump on the bus. Everybody would just go to bed, and we would drive. You know, we would drive all night. Yeah. And we show up. You know, one o'clock, two o'clock, to the next venue we check into the hotel we'd have a rehearsal then we would go on and perform and depending on how how many nights we were there i mean sometimes we were in a place for just um one evening and then jump on the bus again
0: yeah i imagine it's like you're just trying to figure out what's happening at that point <laughs> yeah. where are we going now i don't know <laughs> yeah. where are we now i don't know
1: yeah. there's experience <laughs> too and i was also in south africa in oh uh, yes yeah, we were in Cape Town, Sun City. Just amazing experience, too. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, and it was yeah. funny. When I was in Canada, I, I I was the MC, And, you know, I would come out, introduce everybody. There's scripted dialogue. And I had the brilliant idea that I wanted to be able to try and do it in French. And I learned it phonetically. It was so cool. I got somebody, I gave them the script. And I'm like, can you put this into a recorder for me? And just over time, I listened and listened. And I remember the first time getting up there and I'm trying to speak another language in front of, you know, 3,000 people. And when they responded, it was like, holy shit, it worked. Yeah. Yeah, I was out uh, here. here. Je, uh, je m'appelle Doug. Je suis ici pour vous souhaiter le bienvenue Au cours de cette soirée pour tout arriver. Vous allez voir en personne. Voilà, <laughs> whatever. And then I did it in Afrikaans too. Econ "prat."
0: that's amazing. I could never get phonetics. I could never understand. I would always kind of just miff it or just do like I would memorize three little things on how to do it and then just do that for everything. Cause I like just or just do all the A's and the O's and not do anything else. Cause I I, I don't remember. I couldn't figure out how to even do it so that's props to you for actually being able to use it to speak a different language
1: no and i'll, I'll tell you what then after the show they would come up and they would start talking to me
0: <laughs> i'm like you're like yeah <laughs> it was fun
1: it was, i don't know it was one of those it's you talk about a crazy experience being that age and yeah talked about being blessed to just have that just that experience it was it was <laughs> you know people screaming and we were in spokane washington the crowd rushed up onto the stage they pulled me down into the crowd like whoa my eye open oh my the god back, they bandaged me up i mean it was i used to call it pseudo rock starism yeah it was crazy you were part of it
0: you were also rockstar unfortunately you got stranded in what has the reputation of being the nicest country beautiful of all time yeah yeah. So it's that is really nice though that she actually
1: I think that's something that if, if she ever hears this, God bless you, thank you yeah. so much. Otherwise, yeah. I would have been in that rest stop and two and a half hours, three hours later, they would have to turn around and come back and get me. It was yep, I would have been in trouble at that point.
0: They're in another place of the country at that point. Yeah.
1: I don't think Americans would have done that. I don't think Americans would have been like, hey, get in my Probably car. Right.
0: That's like good luck, buddy. Yeah, I think that would have I mean New York, forget it. It's like, get the fuck away from us.
1: I think, you know, as I said, i lived in New York for seven years. And um, New Yorkers are straightforward, man. East Coast, you can always kind of tell the East Coast from the West Coast. Oh, it's straightforward. East Coast doesn't pull any punches. They are who they are.
0: They are. (laughs) That's true. They are who they are.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Let's continue with Chippendales. Hulu did the show on the whole, uh, the the history behind Chippendales, the Chippendales Murders which is which was crazy and it's an
0: awesome show too i recommend I it. i
1: know we watched it we really enjoyed it i and bet you did <laughs> IndieWire interviewed me too oh no way and, yeah asking you know what i thought you know some of it some of it was true and, hmm. and a lot of it and and it's all based on interpretation where yeah. you know the source where they're getting their information from and there was a, a bunch of um these documentary type shows all talking about it based on the the guys that they were speaking to but uh yeah steve bananji seemed like a great guy he'd always show up different places unannounced he would just sit back there and watch you and he would watch how the crowd would respond to you and uh he always would cry poor because he was like he was afraid that we were gonna ask for a raise <laughs> I think yeah. the show got that right. Yeah. The yeah show. And then uh, Nick Denoya was the choreographer that he became partners with that. He actually hired me. Yeah. Those guys hated each other. Uh, Banerjee had the rights to the, the clubs, Los Angeles and uh, New York. And within their period of falling out, Nick Denoya basically, decided, hey, let's tour these guys. And he had the rights to the tour. And it's funny, too, because I don't know if the show goes into it where it was a napkin kind of deal. In perpetuity, Steve Banerjee, I guess, didn't really understand what in perpetuity was when he he signed this thing. And when the club started to tank a little bit, he just wanted to control everything. And uh, Mm -hmm. Nick would not step down, would not budge those guys just didn't it's really a shame i mean yeah what they created you know it's pop culture even today so yeah banerjee took him out and um went unsolved for for years yeah and then there was a funny story we were also in australia the promoter it was a rock and roll promoter he brought he brought us over for supposedly it was supposed to be a really short time and we ended up staying two or three more months because the response was huge but once again it always comes down to money they had issues with you know with the money so they had a falling out and then the gentleman steve white just decided to start his own group Uh kind of adonis so he reached out to me and two other gentlemen hey, so you guys want to do this? I'm like, sure. So, you know, we're doing it. And we're actually in London touring. And I forget how long we were there, but it got to the point where I just wanted to go home, kind of missed America. So I'm like, I'm done. I'm out. And um, they bring in Reed Scott, who was one of the MCs back in Los Angeles. And I'm not sure how long it was within a very short period of time. He's on stage performing the FBI come in, come in backstage. They pull him off stage and say, Hey, your life's in danger. There's a hit out on you. Yeah. So once again, was it me or was it him? So <laughs> oh my today, God. I don't really know. And just thank God that everything worked out for the best, but crazy.
0: That's scary. When you said that, that like, he started his own show, I'm like, oh, geez, it's interesting that he didn't, I mean, well, obviously, yeah, there was a hit out on, basically, Banerjee just put a hit out on everyone, all the competition.
1: Yeah, he just was very controlling. But, I mean, it's the largest form of flattery when somebody tries to
0: Yeah, yeah. I must be really good at what I do.
1: (laughs) That's what that means. Actually, it comes down to greed. Yeah. Yeah. Stupidity over pecuniary matters. Greed over money. So, yeah, not about the money. Yeah. Yeah, fun times, though. Fun times. <laughs> fun times. As you said, I'm, I'm blessed, and what a crazy, crazy experience. <laughs> I, I still look back, and the very first show I did, we were – I dealt cards in Atlantic City. I was a blackjack dealer in the Playboy Hotel and Casino in the 80s for a couple of years. Then I ended up moving to New York and started working with the Chippendales. Then the very first show that I did as the MC. Well, we were the opening act for Elkie Summers in the Claridge Casino Hotel. Which is kinda of fun. Who is Elkie Summers? Elkie Summers was a old showtime performer. I mean, we're wow. going back to the 80s.
0: Wow. And so yeah. you you were the MC and did you also were you also like a Chippendales guy like getting naked and stuff?
1: No, no. We would I would dance in the production numbers and I'd come out in the opening and I would, I would get dressed. I had a towel on. The song was, you're more than a photograph. So.
0: <laughs> okay. Wow. Wow. That's actually very progressive. Yeah. For the eighties.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, uh, you know, the, the, the story behind it is really fascinating. It's really kind of amazing.
0: It is. What was the other story you were, oh, you were shooting the movie in India,
1: right? Yeah. I did, I did a handful of movies for, uh, Everest films, Jagmundra, sweet man, God rest his soul. We did a handful of movies here, and you know, he's trying to step up on his budget. And originally he was trying to give me the lead role in this movie. And it was all based on this is going way back when, you know, the the players directory going through trying to get the name based on distribution and everything. And God rest him. I was was sitting there with him and he's calling to his distributor going, hey, what about this guy? What about this guy? So it was uh, Richard Tyson and um, Matt McCoy from Kindergarten Cop. and Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really nice guys. So they were the leads in the movie and I just had a small, small part, but he brought me over for, I don't know, I think it was close to a month. Wow. So I worked three or four days, and it was what a wonderful experience. We were in Goa, which is a Portuguese colony 200 miles south of Bombay. Wow. And there was a stunt that had to be done where I'm on a boat. They shoot a missile. They blow up the boat, right? And the shot is me jumping out of the boat. And so originally the stunt coordinator was going to do it. And I start teasing him. I'm like, you guys are sissies, man. I can do that. If you want to do it, go ahead and do it. Oh, no. I'm like, okay. So, and keep in mind, this is back in the 80s in full rain, wind. There's a boat and there's a trampoline in the boat. So, the thing is, I run, I hit the trampoline, and then I'm midair and I'm landing on boxes and mattresses. So, you really couldn't test it. So I'm looking at it and they're taking like bags of gasoline and wiring. I don't, I don't know what, what it was. And I'm thinking to myself, is this safe? Should I, should I do this?
0: Was this like a set? Was this like a water yeah, set? Was,
1: we were green screen, the whole nine yards. We're yeah. in an area and literally they blew up this boat. They Whoa. blew it up. <laughs> so the first time I'm like, okay, let's go. And we're ready. And I take a step and I hit the trampoline. The trampoline collapses in the boat. And then my heart is totally racing. And if it wasn't for my pride, I would say, I'm not doing this. I'm like, okay, I can do this. Set the trampoline back up. They're like, okay, action, run, hit the trampoline midair. And I mean, they blew it up. I'm getting hit in the back with stuff hitting me and midair, me diving. It's a cool shot. CGs. Out. <laughs> anyway, it's crazy. And my heart was racing. And I oh, looked at that yeah. guy and said, man, I respect you. <laughs> never again. Respect. I, I
0: almost didn't have a back just then and almost died. You feel stuff hitting you. Yeah. Blew it up. That's exciting I mean, and up. dangerous. It's kind
1: of, cool. yeah. it's kind of fun. I'll, one of those things I'll never forget. So we end up shooting the movie. We're almost done. And there's one scene left with, there was an American crew, and then the majority of it was the Indian crew. So I have one shot left in the port, and they send all the rest of the, everybody else home. The producer director kind of ran out of money. So they had to leave and go get some more money. So we went from Goa to Bombay. They're like, "Uh, Doug, here's your per diem, uh, we'll be back in a week they put me in a hotel by myself in bombay never been there in bombay that's kind of nice yeah pretty good day in showbiz <laughs> like, rolling away kind of like oh uh, what do i do yeah it i get fun. to time just- i mean and the people man i really had a blast it was so much fun oh
0: yeah
1: and the gentleman uh, got grover was a he's a big indian actor a big bad guy And we were shooting a scene in, in, in a town and, you know, all sitting there, we're sitting in our chairs, waiting for the next shot, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden people knew who he was. I had to crawl out of the mob that surrounded this guy. I mean, it was like, wow.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. That's, that's amazing. So you basically just got to be on vacation for a week.
1: I was, it, it was so blessed. And that beautiful culture was just so amazing.
0: Absolutely beautiful country and amazing food too. I'm sure oh, you got yeah, some good food. food.
1: Yeah. yeah the nut, bread, chicken. Yeah. Chicken, healthy too. The I bet, mean, really, very healthy. Really, really healthy, healthy food. The best. Unlike, unlike America, let's poison our food, then charge for health insurance.
0: Yeah. Mmm. Facts. That's that. real. That's real where's the lie
1: (laughs) alteration upside down and backwards and it all comes down to greed over money which is yeah
0: go ahead yeah poison it deep fry it and good luck
1: it was funny i did a movie several months ago in nevada where was a horror film i was a preacher and the townspeople come and drag me out of the church and they put an axe in my head and i die take after take i'm being drugged right? and the gravel you know it was was gravel so i'm on Mm -hmm. my knees i'm being pulled up being thrown to the ground and and a month prior i was on rollerblades and i doing something stupid i broke my wrist i had a i had a, a splint on my arm and luckily they put gloves on my hand so you couldn't see it so time and time again i'm falling hitting the ground with my bad wrist and kneeling on gravel Tell you, when this was done, my knees were bloody. I bruised my rib because I hit it. And then all the blood that they had on my face, my hair turned pink. <laughs> it was crazy. But I loved every minute of it.
0: Yeah, it's true. I say that all the time. I, I need to say that more in this podcast so people don't just think it's negative. Like, yeah, that is what it's about that's yeah you want to do that i was a little kid in the backyard pretending to do all that be, get it. dragged that's by exactly yeah get dragged it, by stuff and go through the mud and that's, that's why we do it we yeah. live that dream of adventure and make believe
1: yeah it's like the fighting with the guns and I, yeah you know anytime i get to do that i'm doing so much more than i and, and now i'm 60 oh, yeah. years old so it's like gotta be careful you know what what your body can take now otherwise i'd be doing crazy stuff (laughs) there was a a commercial we're shooting at night pouring down rain freezing cold i mean there was 50 of us and all this thing and you're sitting there and keep in mind loving every moment of it but shivering and in between takes there was no uh, there wasn't enough heaters and in the, in the whole nine yards, it was one of those things. It was like, wow. And lo and behold, they cut my sequence out of it. Uh. I loved it though. Still, still loved it.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, that's, that's all, all the waiting around trying to get the next gig to oh, do that because it's exciting. It's either that, what am I, what am I doing? If I'm not doing that,
1: <laughs> you always have to do multiple things when you're doing this because yeah. there's a handful of people that are blessed that hit the ground running and never stop. But it's the 30-year 30, 30 overnight success that someone's been at this and all of a sudden they emerge. But looking back over the years, you're paying your dues, so to speak.
0: Yeah, we never, and we never, that's another reason why I have this podcast. You, you never really see all that. You never really see the the rough days and the stuff leading up to all this, you know? Yeah, um or you rarely see it. Sometimes they'll talk about it in interviews. Sometimes you'll get a you know a little bit of it here and there, but I don't know. I guess it just I don't know why they don't talk about it more, but you yeah, know, as
1: I said, I, I I I was in New York, I came out here in '93, and I um, I pretty much worked through the nineties. Did a bunch of movies for Roger Corman, Guy, Girl, Gun, the erotic thriller thing. I did all that. The ones that got away that you're going, oh man, that would have changed my life. That would have changed my life. And I kind of got, I know, I just kind of got burned out. And I'm like, wow, what brought me so much joy at one point was kind of making me, find, I, I needed to step back. It's like, what am I going to do? So I used to build furniture as a hobby. And roommate was working on a movie, building a movie set. He's like, hey, man, you want to give me a hand? Ended up doing that. Was the construction coordinator on the man show, Crankankers. It was a union um, uh, coordinator, and then that entrepreneurial spirit, that my hot dog cart, which I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you about that. a so funny. Oh eight, yes, yes. Uh, kind of kicked in, and I started 41 sets, which I just uh, stepped down last January, and my business partner Rafael Loza is at the helm now. So um, once again, you're blessed, whatever part of this lovely industry that you're in got to build a lot of crazy things man
0: i'm sure and 41 we, sets to fill people in is what
1: is a production design company we build for television film photo anything we build the scenery we do everything it's commercials pizza hut kentucky fried chicken did brianna's music video umbrella did oh that's wow yeah God. The, the list goes on and on so it's 41sets.com 41 so, sets yeah. And now we're doing all the stuff for these podcasters, Logan Paul. David oh, yeah. Rogers, popping up. David Dobrik. That's great.
0: I mean, yeah, but having a set for a podcast, that's a whole thing now, isn't it? And so, but I want to hear about the hot dog cart.
1: When I was a kid, I was always trying to come up with a different hustle, you know, from um, recycling newspapers to we used to trap muskrats and sell their pelts and, So I don't know where I came up with the idea that I'm going to get a hot dog car. I'm going to buy it. And then I'm going to find this great location. I grew up in New Jersey, South Jersey. And, uh, you know, Philadelphia, South Philly's, you know, 20 minutes over Ben Franklin Bridge. So, uh, you know, scouting the locations and everything. And vendors can't own that spot, right? It's whoever gets there first. So we found this great spot. We're like, okay, we're going to get up early we're going to take that spot. So we, we you know, get there, we set it up, right? And then business is great. Then the other person that had that spot that we kind of squeezed in on him. What are you doing? You that's our spot. You can't do that. I'm like, "Yeah, get out of here, man. We beat you to it."
0: And you're like a kid, right? You're we're like an 8-year-old, <laughs> 17,
1: 18 years old. And then uh, 20 minutes later This white van rolls up. Four guys jump out of it and go, what did we tell you, kid? Get out of here. They turn the cart upside down and get out of here. I'm like, okay. I'm going (laughs) to move on. And then then from there, I was a lifeguard in several uh, uh, different um, community pools. And uh, one of them had like this vacant kind of snack bar thing. My brain went to, oh, a lot of people out here by the pool. So how about if I make burgers and hot dogs and I put some chips and sodas in there, I can make some money. So I ended up doing that and that moved on to, I think I had three or four at one point. And then uh, I was in the, I had a bunch of vending machines when I first came out here. Oh yeah. Soda machines. So it's, it's kind of that, that entrepreneurial spirits kind of always been in me. I just like to try different things and see if they work. Yeah. So I learned. Well, hey, I, 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 I it failed wasn't... my way to success. <laughs> Trust me, I failed so many times.
0: So the, it, it was worth it to start the cart.
1: Yeah, from then... have the ambush with the person's... It was t- an ambush. You tried right? to they t- ambushed me. Yeah. Like the, Greek, the Greek mafia that had like, I don't know. I,
0: I mean, probably, yeah. Yeah, that absolutely. They, like, they totally yeah.
1: made money. And I think I, eventually I sold it. I think I lost money on it. I, I probably lost money on everything that I first started. Mm-hmm. But then I had a vitamin supplement company in New York City, I had an office, and I was trying to hustle all these, uh, you know, different products, it was called Activia, I had a business partner, and um, we had these fat burning little tablets, you know, like a B vitamin kind of thing, and I had this idea where there was all the Korean markets all through New York City, so I went into one and i'm like i made a display i hung all these things up i did the artwork and everything fat burner and i was able to uh get the point of sale i found the distributor that sold to all these markets so i was able to get the point of sale where then i was making like 80 100 of these displays and then i realized the cost of the display was kind of more than i was making and so in the beginning, it was yeah. like kind of young, but hey, man, I tried it and I actually did it. And you think you did about how that pointed display and all those white images you see in Seven Eleven, and I was doing that way back in the eighties.
0: Wow! Yeah, it's oh man, you need money to make money. It's oh, true.
1: Yeah, or you you know you come up with an idea and find somebody that has money and yeah, you back it based on the idea.
0: Based on the idea, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's uh good stories. Wonderful stories.
1: Got to keep uh, trying. Man. That's, I, you, you, you fail. And as long as you're failing, that means you're moving forward. If you stop, then you're done. The next one could be the one that actually works. So yeah. that's the thing. You just, you know, you always have to stay positive. And as I said before, we were talking about what's the most important thing in your life is your health. You have to take care of yourself. And when you're happy and whole and everything's firing correctly, you have so much more to offer, so much more to give to friends, family, loved ones. So you got to respect that temple that's uh, that's been given to you. And uh, my, the platform Fit Over 50 that I started with uh, Mr. Tony Hill, fitness guru, who's actually committed his life to helping and giving back and helping people reach their goals. So it's, it's so important to uh, take care of you, and especially as you get older. I just turned 60. Wow. I've been doing this for years, so, you know, it's never too late to start, but, you know, starting at a latter age is more difficult because it's that routine. It's like working out to me and doing salubrious activities, which are healthy activities, or like brushing my teeth
0: you 're working on the fit over 50 podcast right now that's kind of yeah, like the, we're the new project
1: ready to start up and do that and uh I'm doing a uh, another film in uh Vegas ne- next month very and, cool uh, yeah I'm so excited man there there's some big heavy hitters in there and I'll tell you why it's the first time that that I'm getting to uh share the screen with people that I've I've watched forever
0: wow that's a, that's super so exciting I'm
1: being blessed I'm, I'm so grateful and uh i'm excited
0: i'm happy to hear that and so where can people follow you and your podcast
1: fit over 50 on uh youtube doug jeffrey one is my instagram and doug jeffrey my facebook and then also as i said 41sets.com you got to check it out anybody out there it's fascinating just to go through all the images and all the stuff that we've built over the years it's really cool, man. And you'll recognize a lot of this stuff. I mean, um, I had the honor and privilege of working for the Star Wars franchise many, many years ago. Star Wars. Fuck yeah. Star, Star Wars.
0: Curious, what's that? What did you build for them?
1: It was a little wraparound where 3PO and R2 D2 were introducing one of the upcoming movies.
0: Oh, uh, awesome.
1: Yeah. So we got to build this like little little cool little thing. It's, it's, Kind of neat, being so a part cool. of history.
0: Yeah, yeah. You had you had uh, C three PO and R two D two on your set. That's yeah. It was kind of cool. That's bigger than anything, I would say. Yeah. Any bad day is a good day. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Oh, thank you so much for being on. Thank this
1: was- you so much, man. It was a pleasure, and honor. And one of these times, as I said, I'd like to hear more about your 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 journey. So, I loved hearing about yours. Doug Jeffrey. Thank you. Thank you. Happy Saturday, all.